0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, St. Louis Cardinals fans? And welcome to another Believe in Cardinals podcast. As always, I am your host, Braxton Wheeler, and today's date is May 9th, 2023, and this is episode number 25. You can find this podcast wherever you listen to your favorite shows, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SiriusXM, and many more. Uh, If you want to follow me on Twitter, follow me at Brax, V-R-A-X-X-X26, and uh, give this show a like and a subscribe, please. All right, I'm sorry for laughing uh, to start this show. One, I'm having a little bit of audio difficulties. I don't know what it is about my apartment. I think everything's gonna come out right on the stream, but it's like every time I'm at my apartment, my my intro song wants to lag. So I think it's gonna be okay on stream. But in my headphones, it's not sounding uh, exactly the right way. But anyway, I was laughing because uh, I'm, I'm gonna start recording my podcast at my home more because you know I have to take the commute. Normally, the way my day works is you know I wake up, go to work. I get wake up about five forty-five, and I kind of work a normal schedule like everyone else about. <laughs> 7 a.m. I get off at 3.30. Generally, I go to the gym right after work. And then after after the gym, I'll drive back to work, get in my office, record a podcast. And, you know, it's okay. I got a good setup there. But I'm like, you know what? It'd be easier if I just bring my setup here. So, uh, you know, whenever my girlfriend leaves, I actually am able to record the podcast. I have a hard time recording shows when, when there's anyone around me. And I'm laughing rec- beginning the show because my cat Uh, you know, I have a video stream going here, but obviously you can't see that when you're listening to the platforms. But the cat was like freaking out, she's like climbing on my microphone and everything. Uh, so anyway, I was laughing. I'm just trying to do my intro. Uh, but anyway, hey, what's going on, guys? I hope you're doing well. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Like I said, uh, please give me a follow on Twitter at braxxxx26. Hey, uh, and also like, like, like this podcast and subscribe. Um, you know, and, and leave me a review if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, it's very simple, just, just. Go out of the podcast, click on, on the overview of the podcast, go down to the bottom and hit the five stars. You don't even have to leave a comment. If you if you did, I would really appreciate it. But you know, if you're somebody that tunes into this podcast, it means a lot to me because, you know, um, I don't know if you, you guys listening have ever actually made any any form of podcast, but I'm gonna tell you, it's uh and you know, I'm not the best at this. I, I enjoy doing it. I like the content I make, and I, I think for the most part I'm able to, you know, portray my my thoughts well. But if you've ever done a podcast solo, it's tough. It really is tough. I mean, I did some radio shows in college and uh, I did a two hour radio show in college by myself. Now, of course it was for a class. It didn't get many listeners. It was a local radio show, but it really taught me like, I encourage you even if you're just practicing and you want to make a podcast, but like try and make a, even a 15, 20 minute show by yourself. It can be tough sometimes, you know, cause you know, every time, you know, you, you got a thought in your mind, well, you have to have another one to follow it up. So anyway, the title of this show is called Do the Cardinals finally have some momentum? So here we are. We are now 36 games into the season and the Cardinals are 12 and 24. That is still the worst record in the National League, but guess what? You would you, if you would have told me coming into the season that I would have told you with a record of 12 and 24 to the Cardinals have a little bit of momentum, I think you're crazy. But the Cardinals finally yesterday beat the Chicago Cubs to win the first game of a series uh, and the whole season, it only took them till uh, what it may 8th, 2023, right? It took them till May 8th, so it was tough. They finally got over that hump. So, guess what? After they got one over one hump, they're like, Hey, can we win two games in a row? They did that as well. And today or tonight, excuse me, actually, uh, just in under a little bit, just under an hour, they're gonna start uh, the second game of the series. Can the Cardinals actually go on a three game win streak? Uh, we will find out. So State of the Cardinals, they are 12-24. and 24. That is the worst record in the National League, still the worst record in the NL Central, but uh, they are nine games back of first place, which is better than they were at like 10.5. Um, and let's take a look at the wild card. Like I said, the Cardinals are six and, a half, six and a half games back of the wild card. Now, I put up a tweet yesterday, and I said, you know, the Cardinals are going to have one heck of a story to tell the Cardinals are going to have one heck of a story to tell if they somehow come back and win this NL Central or they even make the playoffs. And I want everyone to keep in mind, too, if they do make the playoffs, remember the format of this playoffs. Only the top two teams in the National League, so there's three division winners, right? So if it ended today, let's just take a look. Uh, the Diamondbacks and the Brewers would actually get the first round bye to the NLDS, and the Padres would win their division at 18 and 17, but they would not get the, the the NLDS by they would have to play in a wild card series. Now, granted, the other you know the other uh, oh excuse me I'm so sorry I messed up I'm looking at the standings wrong. The Braves and the Pirates excuse me would win their divisions and they would be the first round by in the NLDS and the Dodgers would be um they would not they would be the first uh wild card team. So anyway, and the other three wild card teams would be Diamondbacks Brewers Padres whatever. Besides the point, the point is if the Cardinals do some come, come some way come back and win their division. They're still probably gonna have to play in the wild card series now. Of course, you're not gonna get home field, but regardless, if, if you're the six seed or you're the three seed, you're still stuck in a best out of three. So not all hope is lost. So anyway, that's the state of the Cardinals. He, I mean, it's fine early in the season. Six and a half games back is not no, is really nothing, right? Um, but obviously, they've been the laughing stock in the MLB. So let's get let's let's get into that a little bit. Let's talk about the Wilson Contreras situation. And I know I'm probably beating a dead horse here. Uh, this has been. The talk of the town, the, not even the talk of the local St. Louis media, but this has been the talk of all national media. You got Buster Olney chiming in. You got you got Ken Rosenthal chiming in. You got other big names like that chiming in, and rightfully so. Why? <clears throat> well, the Cardinals are going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth on what is Wilson Contreras to this organization. They signed a massive deal for this man, and for five years. He played in the NL Central, I don't know, seven, eight years. I think it was seven years. Regardless, the Cardinals have watched him compete against them for year after year after year. The Cardinals obviously were not going to come into the season with Andrew Kisner as their catcher. So they go inquire acquire Wilson Contreras. You would think after you give them a massive deal that big, and I still think it was somewhat of a team-friendly deal, but you give them a big deal, that is not a DH contract, that is not Wilson Contreras converting to pretending to be an outfield contract. That is Wilson Contreras to be your everyday catcher. And when coming into the season, what is one thing as Cardinals fans we could have said is a consensus non-issue on this roster? We would have all pointed immediately and said what? Wilson Contreras as your everyday catcher. We expected Wilson Contreras to catch, <laughs> I'd say, 120 games, 120, 130 games. Obviously, you got to have a backup catcher. And, uh, you know, it was coming. It was Andrew Kisner coming into the season. But anyway, the, the Cardinals franchise right now has been going back and forth. They said, hey, indirectly, Wilson Contreras, you, you are not performing. You are not doing a good job for our, our organization behind the plate. The team's ERA is higher, and it is. There is some truth to that. There is some validation to that. But keep in mind, Wilson Contreras is a guy that skipped the World Baseball Classic to stay with the Cardinals and learn the team. Wilson Contreras is a guy that's been proud of the St. Louis Cardinals ever since he signed his contract on day one. And, uh, the Cardinals just said, Hey, let's just use you as the scapegoat for this brutal start. And it's just wrong on any level. You got Ali Marmol saying Wilson Contreras is not the reason the card, we are bad or where we're at right now. Then you, you, it's a disaster. It's mishandled. They, They have not done it the right way. Um, it's it's so many layers to it, and I I don't want to sit here and spend forever on it, but it's the biggest talk of Cardinals baseball right now. If you did put Wilson Contreras at everyday DH, yes, it it takes away at bats from other guys. It takes away at bats from people like Nolan Gorman. And I understand he's going to hit mostly uh, he's going to hit mostly righties, and Wilson Contreras can hit lefties and righties. But <clears throat> still, it's beside the point. You already have a clogged DH situation. You already have a lot of outfielders trying to get at bats and it just switches a lot of things around if you have Nolan Gorman then playing third base you know and then you got you know what is Arnado going to DH that day and then if you got Nolan Gorman playing second base then where does you know where does Brendan Donovan go oh then you got to move him to left field then you know vice versa so things change up a lot but the it's besides the point is you cannot sign Wilson Contreras and you knew that he was not the best uh, the ball he does not receive the ball as good as Yadier Molina. Um, he has a good arm, great arm, actually. He has a he throws a lot of guys out, but you, this is not Yadier Molina. In fact, they actually have a lot of polar opposites. And you know, it's what it is. Is the Cardinals are saying, "Hey, well, we want we kind of wanted to transition from a guy like Yadier, you know, over to Wilson Contreras, and it's just not the same. These two guys aren't the same. Wilson Contreras obviously provides a good bat, and that leads me to my next point. Now. Who is taking over the everyday role as starting catcher? Well, it's 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 Andrew Kisner, and I have talked about Andrew Kisner a lot, and uh, I don't want to beat him up any on this episode, right? I don't I don't think that's right. But the matter of the the fact of the matter is this: you got a guy in Andrew Kisner who, granted, he's done a pretty good job with the pitching staff. Um, but he provides you absolutely nothing offensively, and I know everyone says, "Hey, it's a catcher; don't worry about the offensive part." But look, the guy's OPS is 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 steadily always in the 500s, and I believe at some points has been in the 400s. The way I view just view OPS like this: if your OPS is 547, that's like a 54 percentage in whatever you do—54% F. If you have a seven, you know, 750 OPS, well, you're about average—70, you know, 75%, right? Then you got guys like Goldie, and these guys are the 900 OPS boom, you got like a, you know, you're an A. I mean, I, I know it's it sounds uh a little, you know, immature per se to, to say it like that, but that's the basis of the stat. Um, I understand that Andrew Kisner provides a sense of normalcy, right? Like he has been someone who was who was around Yadier Molina. He's picked his brain, and maybe the Cardinals went ahead in that direction with the catcher, but it doesn't matter because Andrew Kisner is not a, a 110, 120 game starting catcher right he's just not and you know I'm gonna be honest for a lot of MLB rosters he wouldn't even be on there so I get it that you want to move forward with Andrew you know Andrew Kisner for right now um, you know pending between him and, and Trace Barrera who who also got a call up you understand the Cardinals right now are sporting three catchers on the MLB roster that doesn't happen that doesn't happen it doesn't make sense and the other day the game went to extra innings why did Trace Barrera come in he doesn't know the pitching staff, right? I see why Andrew Kisner is playing right now while they're while they're working with Wilson Contreras, right? Because he knows the pitching staff. He's been there. He knows their tendencies. But you know, while you're working with Wilson Contreras to get more comfortable with the pitching staff, and I don't even want to say the Cardinal way, right? At this point, I think that's that term has been way overused. But that's where we're at. Um, it is a absolute mess right now, and. Ali Marmol seems like every time he talks about the situation, it just gets worse. They just keep going back and forth. And he, he, and I'll be honest, there's not many people out there defending the Cardinals organization. Last night, Wilson Contreras went back to Chicago. He got a good standing ovation, uh, went back home. I would say it's 50% booze, 50% cheers. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's tough because Wilson Contreras has been a professional this entire time through it. He's just like, hey, I'm an employee of this team. I'm going to do what's ever best for the team. But there's just this huge elephant in the room of, like, what are we doing with Wilson Contreras? And not to mention, I'll put this tweet up last night as well, the last 10 starts for the St. Louis Cardinals, here are the links in which the starting pitchers have went. 4.1 innings, 5.1, five, point, or 5 innings, 6 innings, 2.1, 5.2, 5 innings, 3.2, 6.2, and 4.2. So, it's just bad, and I understand that's kind of the trending direction in which baseball is headed. Right, I understand that guys don't go as long; they're not, you know, tearing, you know, destroying their arms. I understand the bullpen's more involved. You got a lot of guys coming out of the bullpen nowadays, throwing a hundred, um, with wicked nasty stuff. But that this bullpen doesn't get a night off. The starting pitching and those six innings plus starts are all from Jordan Montgomery. Both, both the only two, excuse me, in the last ten outings. It's a big night for Jack Flaherty. Jack Flaherty set to get the start here in a little bit. His last outing was two and one thirty. Gave up ten earned runs. And you know, there's a lot of rumors going around that Jack Flaherty is, is a snitch. I'm not. I'm not saying they're true. This isn't local. This is local media saying this stuff. There's a lot of news going around that Jack Flaherty could be a snitch and, and saying, "Hey, Wilson Contreras is not contributing back there." But let's be honest. This Cardinals starting pitching is mostly veterans that's been in the league. Steven Matz, he's been around. Miles Michaelis, he's been around. Jordan Montgomery, he's been around. Granted, Jack Flaherty's still in his prime years, but he's been around in the Cardinals organization, and then you have you know Jake Woodford, who who is new. So there is no excuse. There is no excuse for the way the Cardinals have been pitching. You have the right, especially with pitch comm nowadays, You have all the the rights in the world to just nod him off. And look, I get it. Wilson Contreras have maybe made some mistakes when it comes to pitch calling, but let me tell you one thing. Wilson Contreras, if he calls a slider on a one-two count, Jack Flaherty, Ryan Helsley, these guys, throwing one-two count sliders down the middle, whose fault's that? That's not Wilson. It's a one-two slider, you got to bury it. O-two slider, you got to bury it. You know, the Cardinals are I mean far, far worse in the MLB right now and giving up two-strike hits. It's not even close. It's not even close. So, that's not Wilson's fault. That's just that's just basic pitching 101 for the, for any for any baseball team. So, that's kind of what's going on with the Wilson Contreras situation. Uh let me know how you feel about the whole thing. Uh there's it's even deeper than that. It's just there's so many there's so many variables and it it just makes you Lose trust in an organization. It makes you question the organization's decisions. I mean, look, guys, he's 31 years old. If this was a decision that happened after three years in the contract, you're starting to see a dip in Wilson's production because he's getting older. But this is not the case. This is a guy that you are excited to sign, arguably the best free agent catcher, but him and Sean Murphy, and Sean Murphy's going crazy, but uh, (laughs) I think Sean Murphy was traded. Regardless. This is a guy that you just gave a lot of faith to and then you want to do something like this in the first 30 some games, man. It's just it's just a bad look. And it makes you wonder what goes on sometimes. Like, "Hey, did you not know this is the guy you're signing?" I mean, did you knew you're not getting a defensive guy? I mean, he's a defensive guy, but he's not a Yadier Molina type, you know? And uh he provides good offense, but you know, Wilson's been a good sport throughout the whole thing. Um Anyway, let's let's check in what's what's happening with the Cardinals here up and coming. Like I said, they are finally on a two-game win streak. They try and tonight go for the the third straight win for the first time. Um they then will head to Boston for three. They will face Milwaukee for three at home, four against the Dodgers and then four at Cincinnati. So You know, it's uh, it's tough and it's funny because I'm sitting here looking at my phone right now, looking at the upcoming schedule. And the first article from Redbird Rants about seven minutes ago, and it's exactly what I was just talking about. The Contreras disaster could repel free agents from the Cardinals. You know, it's just it's (laughs) why would why would a free agent want to come to St. Louis? You are our guy. Let's sign you this big money. You're our catcher. Thirty five games in. Oh, we don't know what to expect. I mean, what are we talking about? We're going to act like Wilson's done nothing for, um he's just, he hasn't done anything to, to deserve this. And it's, it's tough because like on trend trending on Twitter right now is just all Cardinals fans saying, um, is just, you know, this is my catcher. This is my guy. And, uh, it's tough. So I think that's it. Let me to try to look here. I think that's all I got. Check my notes. Uh, like I said, our, our, you know, Arenado's in a slump, uh, but he's trying to get out of that. He got a he got a day off yesterday. He said he had some back stiff tightness, um, Goldie had a three-home run day a couple days ago. Um, let's see. Let's see, though, man. Contreras, is he going to continue to embrace the villain in the first game? He did get a lot of a lot of boos. Uh, and we'll see. It's just a disaster right now. Every single story that I see is, is on the Cardinals and the Contreras story. So, you know, let's just say this before I get out of here. It's organized chaos because all this is talked about is the Cardinals organization and Wilson. But the one who's been the most professional throughout this entire situation has been Wilson Contreras. So I actually look for Wilson to be the catcher, I would say, within the next couple of weeks. Uh there's no way I can draw something up in my head in which you actually move forward with Andrew Kissner, Kisner being your everyday catcher. Um, whatever, if he's your backup guy, I can't say nothing else on it. Um, uh, you know, heaven forbid you called up one of your AAA guys earlier with a little bit of better offensive production and help him, help him learn the pitching staff, but that's beyond my comprehension. Let's just continue to give up, uh, you know, our nine hole every single night. So anyway, uh, that's all I got as always, this is the believe in Cardinals podcast. I'm actually going to pack up here. I'm headed to the beach. Uh, tomorrow I'll be at the beach until Sunday. So I will probably have my next pod out on either Monday or Tuesday next week. Uh, so after that, it'll be uh, smooth sailing. Don't look like I'm traveling until late June. So anyway, this is the believe in Cardinals podcast apologize for the audio at the beginning if there was any issues, but anyway, let's suit up and get ready for a Cardinals game in about 45 minutes. All right, everyone. Have a great night, and go Redbirds. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.